This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Yeah, we're getting um, some uh, new reports that Donald Trump is prepping a major immigration speech, which is a good, I think it's a good time for him to figure out the policy after he's run for a year on that topic. It's a good mm-hmm. time to kind of boil it down. I feel like maybe 2025 is a good time to actually finalize the immigration policy. Uh, it's a good time for that. Um, it's interesting because mm-hmm. this has been his main uh, issue the entire time he's been running. Um, and uh, he's still prepping a speech about it. And I keep hearing people going, look, I heard one of his surrogates today on the news, uh, on one of the news shows. Oh, look, uh, you know, he's not a politician, first of all. So, you know, you have to, you know, it, it just, you know, he's not, he doesn't run in those normal circles. But I think what happened during the primary was he came out with, with a set of policies, what he believed. And now that he's the nominee, he's uh, taking time to listen to people and, understand uh, the nuances of the situation. And now yeah, you know what? Prevent, uh, That's not what he was elected on. I know. He was elected on a fraudulent basis then. Right. He, I, even his own surrogates are essentially admitting he didn't know what he was talking about when he was saying he was going to deport 12 million people. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, uh, and unbelievable so to me. now he's talking to people like, you know, uh, all the people that were criticized by the Trump fans this entire time, the, the moderate establishment types that are convincing mm. him, hey, you know what, maybe you shouldn't do these things. Um, and so he's going to ha- do another speech. We don't know which side he's going to come out on. Uh, since he made the softening comment, he's bounced back and forth three or four times on whether yep. he's going to do these things. Different surrogates have said different things. He was supposed to make a speech mm. in Arizona about illegal immigration, his major policy speech. It was reported that it was canceled. Is it back on now, Jeffy? What's the if if my internet was working, I would be able to tell you the answer okay. to that. But I can't open up the story. Mm. But it, you're right; it was supposed to be in Arizona, which was postponed. Well, uh, we just saw that, that was on last uh, week. We just saw on so, CNN. He they had that uh, they had that headline that he's so, making a major policy speech. I'm going to make a terrific speech on Wednesday could, or whatever I mean, in, in the great well state of Arizona. So it's it sounds like it's on. I mean, they just they just had that up. So, but it was initially canceled. So have they now because re- they showed a tweet from Donald Trump saying, "Oh, well, we're looking for a new bigger venue." That was the problem. We're looking for a bigger venue. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, okay. And they're saying today, no flip flops on immigration. So I doubt. Well, but they say that they've said that the entire Senate time. Thought, Even oh, when okay. he was saying, "I'm mm-hmm. softening my position," they were yep. saying it hadn't changed. I mean, and I have no idea what. I, they're doing I love this point. from the standpoint of stupid people like Ann Coulter, though. I mean, this was her issue. I, I guess it's our only issue. It's the only freaking issue she cares about in for the whole country is uh, a border wall and deporting illegals. I mean, I I care about immigration a lot, but it's it can't be the only issue, can it, for a conservative, 
for somebody who's a constitutional person, clearly she's shown she's not. But it's interesting to watch those people and their reaction now. Uh, she's freaked out. She doesn't know what to say or do or think about it. Uh, she called it crazy the next day, and then uh, then she tried to make excuses for him. And, and then she was back on the, on the saying it was crazy again. Yeah. So there are supporters. The supporters of, of Trump are just like Trump. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you he know. was supposed to give the speech last week in Colorado, and that's what was called okay. off. And now then they rescheduled mm-hmm. for this one uh, this week this guy, in I mean, Arizona. How, how, isn't it? Aren't you completely embarrassed if you're a Trump supporter? Uh, that was a big, like, you know, immigration person than that. No, because you have He's, to have principles. I mean, but he, I, I think some did. I think they're, like, some people might be one-issue people. And it's like, I, we got to get the border under control, and no one else is going to do it. Now, every other candidate was supporting, certainly, I mean, I would say, I mean, Ted Cruz's position on the border is clearly tougher than Trump's current position on the border. Oh, my God. By far. I mean, he, he his, his the ri- original positions were at least equal, if not tougher. Yeah, I mean, I, he never said uh, Cruz never said he was going to try to deport a deportation force. No, he never or try to deport all illegal immigrants. He never specified, but uh, he but, wanted to, I think, enforce law and yeah, believed in self deportation and all those things. Yeah, I, well, yeah, absolutely. Which um, but, you but, know, but, other people think are crazy. Like, oh, that'll never happen. It's happened in every single case. Every single time a U.S. city has enforced the law and clamped down on employers and clamped down on illegal immigration, self-deportation has taken place. Um, They leave. And we saw that in the first little Pennsylvania hamlet that did this and got so much crap for it years ago. It's been a decade now or, or more. The, and I can't remember the name of the Pennsylvania yeah, town. and he's a congressman remember? now. Uh, um, the, the mayor of that town is a congressman now. Um, we've had him on the show. Before. U.S. congressman? Yeah. Wow. And it's interesting. He is a Trump supporter, which I'd be like, I'd be interested to see what his, um, hmm. uh, his position is on this change, or maybe he's not talking about it um, until he finds out what it is, which apparently none of us know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't think of the guy's name. But it was uh, yeah, Pennsylvania. And they- yeah, I can't even think of the name of the town right now. But uh, somebody will remind us. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we also have some interesting uh, thoughts from Kellyanne Conway. She is the new manager, campaign manager for Trump. Yesterday on Fox News, um, she talked about her unpredictable X factor. How is he preparing for debates? Uh, are you having mock sessions? Is it true that Laura Ingram is going to play Hillary Clinton? Is he cramming th- uh, thick briefing books? <laughs> well, I'm, I'll be at lunch at Bedminster, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a very lively conversation. Look, he's an unconventional candidate, and he's not going to prepare the way Hillary does, which is, you know, lock her in a room and cram her head with all these binders and get the Hollywood types that she raised gazillions of dollars with and fundraisers this week instead of standing with sanctuary city moms, you know, who've lost their children. She was in Hollywood raising money. She shall have them helping her consult. He will be prepared for these debates. You know, the Donald Trump, the authentic Donald Trump, right. who's been taking his case directly to the voters, is the one that you will see on the debate stage with Hillary Clinton. And I think they're nervous over in Clinton camp because he is the... X, he's the unpredictable X factor. She is the scripted statist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I think that's true. Uh, and I, I'll say this for Kellyanne Conway, and obviously I'm not a fan of the campaign at all, but she at least seems sane uh, when she's on TV. Mm, yeah. Uh, I mean, she's, it doesn't seem like she... she she's she, not great, though, either. I she's mean, just he, calm. He, is, at least he has not, yet uh, to find a really good spokesperson. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think... She's the best one of the... Yeah, of, exactly. I don't know. I'm trying to think if, if it's possible. 
Is it possible to have a good spokesperson for Donald Trump? Because yeah, the man know. takes every position on every issue. Yeah, it's hard. It's got to be difficult. Like, I mean, for example, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Laura Ingram, right, is a, is a good communicator, a talk mm-hmm. show host, nationally syndicated talk show host. I mean, I mean even... You know, and she's and been she, in the bag since day one. Why not yep. get her? Yeah, well, I think she is legitimately just working with the campaign now that she's being reported as potentially the debate partner of Trump. Yeah, um, same thing's being reported uh, about Hannity, that he's an advisor. Yeah, yes. But, I mean, at this point, been, yeah. at this point, they're they're both on the well, Republican bandwagon, and it's, you know... Yeah, yeah, which is but, fine, but they were on it early. Yeah, really um, early. But, uh, again, like, she's obviously uh, a smart person. He's a smart person. They know how to communicate these messages. Mm-hmm. Um, but even they, it, it's tough. I mean, like, they, they're put in these impossible positions uh, where... If you're going to be loyal to Donald Trump, you're going to have to occasionally make an ass of yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's really all you can or, do. Because- or you just attack the messenger. When, when somebody starts asking you difficult questions that are impossible to answer because this guy's a douchebag, you just start attacking the messenger. Well, you're in the bag for Hillary Clinton. That's why you're asking me so many. Why don't you ask Hillary these questions? Why don't you ask her supporters these questions? That's the, the only way out. You know, and if somebody keeps pushing their question, it's pretty tough to wiggle out of that. It's Hazleton, Pennsylvania, by the way. Yes. Uh, no, we were groping for a moment ago. What's the guy? Um, what's the mayor? Uh, uh, well, I think mm, both of those. In I, Hazleton, 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 Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania mayor. Was, yeah. Uh, uh, he's, I know he's a congressman now, uh, and he won in a close race, if I remember. Um, I can pull it up here real quick. It's Lou Barletta. That's right, Lou Barletta. He's yeah, a, Lou Barletta. Yep. He's. Uh, I spoke to him at the time. Yeah, yeah, seemed like a good, a, yeah. a good guy. And again, he wasn't doing anything. He was, he was brave. Hey, I mean, yeah. all hell broke loose on that town. He wasn't saying anything crazy. Jeez. He was saying like, "Hey, you can't rent to known illegal immigrants, right? Uh, you can't he hire known illegal immigrants." Enforcing the, the laws on the books. What a concept! What a concept! And, and it, it, you know what? It worked. It worked. Yeah, like thousands of people left mm-hmm. and went to Florida or wherever else they could ply their trade. So. Um, also, we have uh, Mike Pence. Mike Pence's predicament is a difficult one, too. Just like the Trump spokespeople, Pence, uh, his running mate, is having a tough time because Pence, Mike Pence is not crazy. Say what you will about him. He's not nuts. And so he knows politics and he knows how to kind of finesse these things. Uh, and so it's tough for him because he understands the position he's in, I think, and yet still tries to make it work. Here's what happened to him on CNN yesterday. Whether or not the 11 or 12 million undocumented immigrants will be removed by a deportation force, as you heard Mr. Trump saying in that clip from November of last year, is that policy still operative? Well, what, what you heard him describe there uh, in his usual plain-spoken mm. American way Bullcrap. was a mechanism, not a policy. I mean, you're going to hear what? more detail in the next a mechanism, uh, two weeks not a policy. that lays what? out all the policies, but there will be no change in the principle. It's a contrast right with Hillary Clinton, do it. who supports amnesty, <laughs> open borders, who wants to implement executive amnesty again on mean? day one, even though the Supreme Court of the United States rejected it, and Hillary Clinton, who wants to increase mm-hmm. refugees from right. the terrorist-torn country of Syria yeah, by that 550 percent. The choice yeah. could not be more clear for the American people. Yeah, Donald Trump has been completely but consistent in his positions. A, that's a competent job at spinning Donald Trump. Yeah, because I mean, then you break out things okay. like you break out political speak, like. Uh, that's a, that's a mechanism, not a policy.
<laughs> what, the, what does that mean? What do you mean that's a mechanism, not a policy? I mean, it's, it's what are you talking about? Blatant spin. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, a blatant spin. Again, there is no correct answer. Donald Trump right. was lying. Yes. Unless you want to say that, you know what? Actually, he was. To be honest with you, Jake, uh, he needed to beat people like Ted Cruz, who are tougher on the border than him. So he made himself seem be nice. really tough and That'd said nice. whatever was the most offensive, tough thing he could to get through the primary. And now mm-hmm. he's trying to win moderate voters, so he's going that way. I mean, that's what he's going to continue to do the entire time he's president. That's the only honest answer. Um, he was lying it's not a people. good one, necessarily, for the candidate himself, but it's the honest one. It is the honest it's one. The honest one. Uh, it's a good one for Pence, because I, you know, yeah, it's it hard is. to see. I mean, he did a good job here, and, and if he can... He does a good job, because he, he knows how to massage this. He right. knows how to spin. I wish if he was These as other good boneheads at, don't know how to spin at and, all. And he hasn't been great. But, I mean, he, no. that was an okay answer. But he's better he than given, everybody else who, t- who speaks for Trump. Yes. Including Carson no, and Pearson, whoever else. Oh, and, oh good golly. Pearson. And Ben Carson, it, it, you know, it, terrible. He's, he's in so far over his head that it's embarrassing to watch him try to do this stuff. It's really bad. It, it's embarrassing. Embarrassing. If Pence was as good a spokesperson as he was in that clip for himself during the RFRA stuff, yeah. he might have been the candidate himself. <laughs> right. Uh, the problem was he was terrible when that came. Terrible. Um, but I mean, he's a. I mean, Pence is obviously uh, he's become very, very, uh, very much a Washington politician, and uh, you know, you could argue that Trump needs. Sadly, that. he has. Yeah. I mean, I, at least yes. he's competent yeah. in, in trying to describe these things. And, I, and I, this is us watching this as uh, disinterested onlookers at this point, at least I, I speaking for myself. I, I am interested in, because it's a big story and the history of an election and the back and forth of the election interests me, but I really don't care what but happens. But since here. we have no interest in voting for either of these right. candidates. I, I don't care who wins. Yeah. Well, I mean, what difference does it make? Terrible, terrible, terrible candidates. The worst of all time. So yep. um, I think what we do have to look forward to, though, is a very healthy candidate, whichever oh, no, no. one wins, because no, no. both doctors are battling about how healthy their, <laughs> yes. their uh, patient is. Uh, here's Trump's doctor on his health letter uh, to, for Trump. Well, I thought about it all day, and at the end, um, uh-huh. I, I get rushed and I get anxious when I get rushed. So mm-hmm. I try to get the four or five lives done as fast as possible that they would be happy with. His health is excellent, particularly his mental health. <laughs> he thinks he's the best, so it just works out just fine. Adding. He would be fit because I think that uh, his brain is turned on 24 hours a day. What? Oh, wait. Uh, okay. Is that a medical opinion? <laughs> uh, it, it does not surprise me. I think I, look at, I, his, guy look at his a, doctor. I he mean, might be look. the nicest guy in the world, but it's not surprising that his doctor <laughs> look looks insane. <laughs> doctor that is exactly who you would picture as donald trump's physician yes. isn't it mm-hmm. i mean holy cow i mean he might be the nicest guy in the world i will say that if you go and you look at his um uh the letter you go back and look at the letter it does not look like it was written by a doctor and no, that's why the people are no, there i remember who was this nbc news went to the office and were like your letter doesn't seem like it was written by a doctor. No, because it was it like you? things like, his brain is so magnificent, I've never seen a brain that glows like his brain does. Because <laughs> yeah, his like, brain is better than anybody else's brain, especially his mental health brain, because people call him crazy. But I guarantee he's the most sane brain of all time. Right. What? And it's like, think, think about a, your doctor for a second. Think about just your normal local doctor that you would go and see. 
the, doc, the, the, the letter said something to the effect of, if he is elected, he will undoubtedly be the healthiest president ever elected uh, to the office. Now, obviously, Donald Trump can say something stupid like that. But as a doctor, it would be your job to actually examine all of the other presidents to make a determination. Like That's a factual determination you're, you're making. Mm-hmm. The healthiest. That's a wishy-washy term at some level, but still, like... You, have you ever examined any other president? Like, you're just saying this because, yes, why? he examined McKinley. And it turned oh, out he wasn't quite right about that. Right. Uh, but he said the <laughs> same thing about McKinley. Wow, that's Yeah, weird. it's weird. That's weird. weird. Quite a history. So. Um, but, I mean, it's just like <laughs> other doctors are like, wait a minute. Like, we're, we are supposed to write in a letter like that. You're communicating to the American people probably more. Uh, important than a letter that you'd write to an insurance company or you're writing to an employer to excuse absence, something like that. This is a letter you're communicating to the American people that they are elect- electing a, a healthy person to write it like that with no facts. I mean, it was just like, you know, yeah, he's super healthy. Everything's wonderful. It's irresponsible. Yeah. And he says, I, he says he pulled, he, uh, Trump pulled up or somebody from Trump's office pulled up uh, to go through the rest of the story um, and said it, it took him five minutes to write out while Trump was waiting outside. Right. And he, as he says in the video, I felt rushed, and that's why it was kind of a, a, a sketchy letter. Why the hell was he rushed? There was no, re- there was a, there was no demanding of, of, uh, of Trump's uh, medical information at that time. Uh, I think he wanted to make a point about Hillary's information that day, so he went and got this letter, which is obviously ridiculous. And again, like, I, you know, it's just a, the, everyone who surrounds this person is weird. <laughs> Everybody who surrounds so Donald true. Trump is just a it's strange, so weird bird. True. With the exception of maybe, I, you know, I could argue I mean, his kids. When I mean, even, Ivanka seems pretty normal, no, although I can't liberal. Stand the I know, two you're, boys. You're, you're, they you're, suck. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, they're terrible too. And, and to to see a doctor who looks like a 1967 hippie from a commune. I'm telling you, I'm running the other way. That is not going to be my doctor. But, you know, Donald Trump goes a different way. He goes a different because you're right. Everybody around him is just off. It's... (laughs) I I guess it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy, though. Like, if you're working for Donald Trump, you probably need to be that way. Right? Probably. Uh, You probably need to be a little... Like, you know, Michael Cohen... Who calls reporters and yells at them that you're? It's impossible to rape your wife because it's not. There's no legal possibility to commit rape on your wife. Uh, yeah, when you have that little information. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I will. I will. And you know, I'm going to make the left of your life an effing disaster. And I, I will come after you. And it's like, that's really psychotic behavior. I mean, it's mobster behavior. So you have to. I mean, if you're going to be. Um, you know, into the mob at that high level. There has to be something there. Yet you have you to have to. that gene that like, allows you to overlook quite a bit to get to where you need to be. And I think yeah. that you'll you'll notice uh, many of the people that are surrounding Don uh, have have that ability. Indeed. In the words of uh, the doc, uh, he thinks he's the best, which works out just fine for him. <laughs> what? <laughs> that. That's, uh, it actually okay. sounds like Trump wrote it. He thinks he's the best, which works out just fine. What, what, do you have the whole letter there in front of you? <laughs> I mean, that tells from? you that the guy's an egomaniac and he's got some issues, doesn't it? Uh, I don't know if this article has the entire letter. It's just talking about what's in the letter. Hmm. Uh, I can state unequivocally 
will be the healthiest individual elected to the presidency. Like, what? You cannot, uh, adding no, Trump's can. blood pressure. You cannot state that unequivocally. Adding Trump's um, blood pressure and lab results are astonishingly excellent. That's and not his a thing. physical strength and stamina are extraordinary. What are they? Give us, the, give us the stats. What are they? Right. Like, 110 over 60? Right. What, what are they? What are they? What are they? Again, being astonished by something is not a medical opinion. Uh, that, that, like, it's supposed to be factual information uh-huh. that comes from your doctor. You could say the guy's blood pressure for a man who's 70 years old is really, is, is really good. It's excellent. You could say that. It's probably. excellent. Astonishingly brilliant. I, I mean, mean, that's yeah. stupid. That's yeah. just Trump speak. I mean, you could say that he's in good health. Yeah, it's like Trump it. wrote it, and this guy signed it yeah. in five minutes. Took him five minutes because he's... You know, he's 86 years old. It took him five minutes to sign it. I don't. That's what happened. <laughs> toned down some of his top language Friday. I don't think he's in any better or worse than the average person that goes and exercises every single day, doesn't smoke, doesn't drink. And that's simply the best advantage you can have to live. And he's got a good family history. Oh, okay. We got the racehorse theory going yeah. again. Good. So good family right, history. Good. But then also he's not in any better shape than the average yeah, he came, person. He walked who would, it back exercise and not drink and smoke. I mean, the not drinking and smoking is a pretty big deal over a lifetime, if that's true. I mean, I, I've heard that about Trump for a long time, and yeah. I have no reason to believe it's not true. Yeah. Uh, but it mostly is because of his help. brother, I guess, right? Right. He, had, he died of alcohol. He learned something from his brother. So that's pretty significant. And uh, that, I mean, he doesn't look like a guy who exercises every day. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. He does not. not at all. I mean, he doesn't no, look like he's doesn't. in good shape at all, but he's 70 no. years old. I don't necessarily expect him to, 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 to yeah. exercise every day. So he's saying he does, which I, I would say is probably not true. He looks like he's in about Jeffy shape. Man. I mean, I, Donald <laughs> Trump is not athletically overweight. No, you're I'm right. sorry. You're right. He's just overweight. All right. Thank you. Triple eight seven two seven deck. More patents too coming up. Well, we're speaking about health and nutrition. Uh, let me tell you about Super Beets. Uh, beets are eh, well, you know, we've talked about them for a while. Uh, they call them a nutrition gold mine. I don't know what I. I you know, I, I do. I look like a person who understands nutrition. Probably not. Um, so I'm, I'm not the one to tell you about that. Doctors can tell you about that. They can tell you how astonishingly brilliant beets are. They are rich in dietary nitrates, and dietary nitrates have been clinically proven to give you energy. Um, and so elite athletes use them. I know um, some of the Olympic athletes they were talking about using beets and, and measuring their antioxidants and all that other stuff. Um, so my hang-up on this, of course, would be that it tastes like beets, which uh, would stop me immediately from actually attempting to use super beets, except for... Super Beets solve that problem for you. Uh, it doesn't taste like beets. It's delicious, and it's just one shot, and you get all the nutrients that you need. Uh, black cherry is one of the flavors. Really good. Also original with natural apple. You can go to stewlovesbeets.com or call them at 800-951-8896. 800-951-8896. You'll love the results or get your money back, so why not give it a shot? I'm going refund the money if you don't like it anyway. Stewlovesbeets.com. Stewlovesbeets.com. Check it out. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Triple eight seven two seven back. You know what's great about this week is at the end of this weekly rainbow is football. Uh, oh my gosh, I love that. You're right. 
It's back. And this time, it's pissed off. So you have, oh, because you, does college start College this football starts okay. this weekend, yeah. Uh, BYU plays Arizona. And uh, Missouri plays West, uh, West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, so two big games to start out this season. Yeah, kind of a big, uh, yeah. Big weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it a little Big bit. weekend of football. Um, that's, uh, that's interesting. I mean, I, to me, it doesn't start until the NFL starts, which is right. the week after. But uh, A week from Thursday going to be a great matchup, that uh, Carolina-Denver game. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Plus, somebody uh, fairly big is performing. I can't remember who. <sighs> Anybody know the musical artist that's uh, kicking off? Prince. No, it's... Prince is performing? <laughs> yeah, it's not Prince. It's wow. Yeah. It's not Prince. They got Prince uh, and that's Michael amazing. Jackson and Whitney Houston to do a, a big set together. And all four Beatles. All will four. be there as well. Wow. All four no, of the original Beatles. Beatles. They couldn't get McCartney or Ringo. <laughs> no, they they're still alive. You can't, can't, they can't, they can't nah, you can't get the Thank living Beatles. Thank you for revealing yeah. that detail. Yes, of course. Um, the uh, uh, Dallas Cowboys are in deep doo-doo again, too, with their uh, quarterback being back injured again. again. Guy's made of paper mache or something. Yeah, I thought that wasn't Tony a big Romo. Deal. Well, it, Romo said they said today that he's it, out six to eight weeks, right? Is he really? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's out for at least two, three or four. They were saying today that it wasn't. Because uh, I had it wasn't as, bad as they bad thought. As they, as they oh, thought. good. I mean, their initial the reaction guy was, was it wasn't barely bent do. over when he, he kind of slid was, and was barely. Yeah, it was. He got a, the full pressure of a. He did bend a weird way though, like the way he kind of like hunched over and got pressure like on his upper. It, it looked. It didn't in slow motion. It looked worse than it did in. In fast motion, but it, although he's uh, had back surgery, uh, two back surgeries, yeah. right? I mean, so is. I mean, it's getting time. Go home, Tony. It's getting time. Go home. Yes. Seriously, Seriously, before I, you can't walk, yeah, or before you have like misery the rest of your life with well, that painful back. Well, that's too late back. for that. Yeah, it's, it's too pro- late. For it that. probably is. Way too late for that. It probably it's, is. It's interesting because now they have this, you know, rookie that everyone loves, Prescott, and he's uh, yeah, he's, he's performed he's really well, really well the, preseason. Everybody's trying to temper their enthusiasm about the guy, but right, it's hard. But, yeah. I mean, it's hard. Not with him, if he's hurt, because I had heard that he would. They didn't think it was a big deal. I didn't realize that. The... Yeah, he's out for a while. Wow. Anyway, I don't. I don't know how long. Unbelievable. Because originally I... they said six to eight, six to eight weeks. I mean, that's a long time. And I just saw on one of the screens uh, here in the studio that they were saying that it wasn't as bad as they thought. Okay, so, so I don't know what that three or four weeks. Probably. What does that mean? I mean, yeah, right. All right. So anyway, the Cowboys are in trouble. He'll probably come back just in time for the Packer game, which would suck, but uh, we'll see. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. This is kind of interesting because uh, Dr. Drew, who's been on for a long time, right? Uh, I I didn't know he had an HLN show, but he does. I mean, I knew he had a well, radio show, or at one time he had a radio show. He did, I think, stuff on MTV or VH1 at one point. Because wasn't he with Adam for a long? Adam yeah, Carolla. I think it was those two together. Yeah, right? Adam mm-hmm. and Doctor Drew. They were a big thing, and it was Nightline or something. And that that was yeah. a funny show. You know, uh, edgy, Pearl was freaking funny. I mean, really edgy. It was but, like sex calls, wasn't it? Yeah, like, or like in a, part, love yeah. calls and sex calls, pretty much everything. Yeah, and they just made fun of people, and they he, you and, know, and Carol is really funny. Really um, funny. I, I, uh, He's good. But Doctor Drew has had a show for on HLN for a few years, I think. Okay, well, it's been canceled. I know. So if you didn't know about it, it's too you late. Missed. It's too late. You missed out because he questioned. Uh, Hillary Clinton's health and overall well-being. Now that's uh, that's really weird. That's really weird. I mean, it's being reported uh, uh, that it was a few days after that. A lot of people are tying it in together. We don't know if that was the actual cause, though. You know what I call that? I call that I call him questioning her health a mechanism, not a policy. Oh, so that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Hmm. So they should hire him back. Um, meanwhile, 
Big news today is Anthony Weiner's uh, sexting deal. Yep. Um, he was sex he sexted some busty brunette. Is that right? Yeah. Have you seen the photos? I have of her? not seen the photos. Uh, of her. She looks pretty good. She's yeah. busty. Uh, she's busty. Uh, she seems to be in, in in. She doesn't seem to like. I mean, she example, has rather large snoops. Uh, yes. Mammalia protuberances. Yes, mm-hmm. and I would say she goes <laughs> to Taco Bell less frequently than we do. Is what I would how I would describe her. So physique. she's slim. She looks good with incredible uh, snoobage. Yes. Uh, I, I have Did she, is she the one that told on him? I think so. So she we wasn't interested sure. in him. She was just trying to. Oh no, no, she was interested. Oh, she was. And interested. they went back and forth and sexy for a long time. The issue is sometimes these. Uh, Jeffy will tell you. Sometimes uh, these uh, these uh, little relationships go mm-hmm. sour uh, for whatever reason. And you got to work hard not to let that happen. Right, and then so then she's. Mm-hmm. I guess we don't know for sure how it came out. My guess is they the. The relationship online ran its course, and then she decided to get some fame out of it, you know. Um, and which he should. Oh, and she's also a Trump supporter, by the way, which is uh, oh. interesting. At least according mm-hmm. to the New York Post, she's a Trump supporter. So she got this. She waits till this close to the election, and then hmm. um, obviously uh, breaks up uh, Hillary Clinton's closest aide and her husband. Which again, you know, it's completely his fault, obviously. Uh, but uh, you know, I, that may have been the motivation here. We don't know for sure. Um, but she, so uh, it seemed like the Post had looked at all of their communications for oh, well over a year. Um, he admitted in, um, that they had they were f- friends. We've been friends for a long time. Um, so the story goes that um, they were in the middle of um, uh, sexting. And uh, it's 3 a.m. And uh, he stops the conversation and says he has to stop because someone just climbed into my bed. And quote, she responds, really? Um, um, Then he sent her a picture which shows uh, his uh, junk in his jockey underwear um, and his son cuddled up to his left (laughs) in a bright green blanket. Um, And she wrote, do you do realize I could see your wiener in that pic? Get it? Because it's... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It would also be. And it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Moments after forwarding the photo, Wiener freaked out over the possibility he had actually accidentally posted it publicly, just as he did during 2011, the famous uh, first scandal. Ooh, I was scared for a half second. I thought I posted something. Um, and he's very, like, cheeky in these. Uh, uh, you could tell it's him. It's just his language. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always, like, acting kind of cheeky. It's the only way I can even mm-hmm. describe it. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, she, uh, eh, they, they go back and forth. She's a Trump supporter, though, NRA a supporter, used Twitter to both bash President Obama mm-hmm. and Clinton. Um, screenshots show the electronic chats began in January 2015 and continued through earlier this month. I thought yeah. it was last month. <laughs> All the way up to August. So do we know if they ever got together? Uh, she says no. She said they had talked about it and planned it, but never actually went The Post has it. been trying to nail him hard uh. for a while. Uh, yeah, you probably come it up with better. Seems it's kind of weird. Well, it puts them in a sticky yeah. situation. Yeah, again, again, that's not that doesn't help either. Um, but I was just going to say that they all of these women, though, all of them, and I will say this for Anthony Weiner, all of them have said they never actually made contact with him. That's interesting, yeah. isn't it? So maybe I mean, I mean it might seems be to be enough to do this Twitter thing or whatever. Now, of course, we've only found out 
about what three mm-hmm. or four of them because yeah. they've publicly come yeah. out. You have to you have to believe if he's texting with this girl for over a year, there's probably ten others or twenty Absolutely. others, or fifty others mm-hmm. um, that haven't come out and don't want their lives to be made into uh, national news. Yeah, and do we know if he's on Tinder? We don't. Or Snapchat. Snapchat. Uh, on Snapchat. That's Instagram. I know. That's where he should be, though. Should, at least correct. Snapchat, delete your freaking that, messages, Anthony. And that's right. what I was thinking when I was trying to get through this morning. We never had a chance on the radio show. But you'd think, okay, even he would say, okay, they're after me on Twitter. I can go over here. Right. I, yeah, here's an actual, like, and now it's it's not like the early days of Snapchat where everybody on it was just trading child porn or, or uh uh, you know, everyone wasn't. Training, not everyone. Yeah. Many people. Okay. Some people were doing adult porn. I should point that out. Thank you. Um, and uh, so at that point, it was it was shady at the beginning, um, but it's turned totally mainstream. Like, you know, they've worked CNN hard. CNN is on Snapchat. <laughs> I mean, they've know? worked hard to create yes. that, too. They've done. Yeah, and they've done a lot of mm-hmm. things that make it actually a viable. Uh, Tinder has really tried to do that, too, although they're, that's a losing battle for them. Yeah, no, I don't think t- Tinder is a different t- Tinder is a dating app. Snapchat Anthony Weiner could be on. Yes. And be chatting with women, sending whatever he wanted. And the the thing about Snapchat that is notable is that you send a message, someone looks at it, and then it gets deleted. And if they screenshot it, you get an alert that they screenshotted it. So, so screenshot it. Yeah. So the point is that uh, that's where Anthony needs to be if he's going to do this crap, right? And he's doing it still on Twitter, where again, I, you know, and I I don't use the Twitter app at all. And I don't use the direct message portion, really, of, of it. No. Occasionally, someone will message me, but, like, I don't really know how to use it. I've never, you know, I don't know how to do it. You have to follow but, each other. Yeah, right. You have to follow mm. each other. But my, I remember reading the initial Wiener scandal um, uh, stories. And basically, like, if, you, if, I were to, if I were to send a message to Jeffy, like, when I reply to Jeffy, it just says his name. Right? It's at Jeffy, and then I'm right. post, but I'm posting that publicly. To, right. to direct message, you can do it in a way that you just have to put like direct message or DM or whatever yeah, it's under, it is. And it's under on the Twitter app. It's there's a direct message uh, section, right? You know where you so, go. So you would but direct it's two message. letter. You're two letters away from public, putting any of this stuff public. So as a guy who's already screwed it up and already done it and lost two careers because of this, he's back on right. Twitter <laughs> sending direct messages of his wiener. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. Yeah. It, the guy's got a problem. You know, he can't stop. He no, can't, he's not. Apparently can't stop. No, I think he's just going to go for it now. Yeah. Now. No, I mean, now. I mean, he should. He might as well. Might as it's well. all he's got left. It's all now. he's got left. I mean, seriously, he should go do a show now on, like, mm. Sirius, on, like, Howard Stern's network and talk about all the girls he hooks up with on Snap, or on uh, Twitter. It'd be a whole new career for him. It's a whole new career for him. You know, he's obviously... he. He will defend any position, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the only thing is if he cares enough about his kid, which, you know, I don't know. It, does not, it doesn't seem like it. But, I mean, you know, I mean, sometimes people can compartmentalize those things, right? I mean, so oh, yeah. maybe, you, oh, know, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, he might not want mm-hmm. to embarrass his Jeffy? kids with it. I don't know. Wiener Jeffy. Live? They offer him that gig? Please, he's there. He's on it. I like think he's probably taking it, right? Well, Absolutely. He's got to make money somehow, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he's got... Especially now. I mean, Uma's kicked him to the curb. He's Does he get child support out. from Uma? Does he get alimony from Uma? Probably. <laughs> probably. And probably shamelessly, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. He'll uh, more... get some money from somebody, though, right? Because, I mean, Bill was the one that married him, I thought, right? Yeah. So, uh, as Ben Shapiro po- pointed out, shockingly, a marriage uh, uh, pres- right. uh, presided over by Bill Clinton failed. Yeah, like, that's shocking. <laughs> that's, a, that's shocking. Wow. That's a stunner. More patents, too, coming up in a minute. 
know what I hate? This uh, oppressive Jeffy. country. Oh. Yeah. Even more than Jeffy, this oppressive, <laughs> oppressive country. Country that allows, uh, you know. Can you give any examples that would be uh, walking through? Well, yeah, I could. Yes, I could. Okay. Stu, let me give you one in particular. Okay. Yeah, about a guy who is biracial, okay? okay? Oh, my gosh. So Forced into a slave contract where he's making $128 million. You're saying he was forced in? Forced into it. Okay. They asked him to sign it, he did. The only thing that would be worse than this is if white people imprisoned him yeah, throughout they, his childhood. Well, they did. They put him in. They they took him from his uh, perfectly lovely orphanage and placed him in their house. And I bet they didn't even let him come and go as he pleased. No. Well, yes, he could. But well, they but made him come back. Not as a child. Not, not as, as a child. child. Not, not as, as a child. A child. You're right. Uh, It was essentially a white prison for black people. And my understanding is uh, this family took away his native tongue and taught (laughs) Taught their their English English to to the young. young. Yes. Which is terrible. Bastards. (laughs) And then this uh, this, uh, team pays him $128 million to have to perform for them. For them, he can't go perform for any team he wants. He has to perform for the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, for now. And and then he takes his money and he does what he wants, like buying a Lamborghini with it and well, a beautiful home with two pools. A big portion they're of they're both re- outdoor. What good is that? I mean, some would argue that the reason why he can't go play for another team is because no other team wants him. Some would argue that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And why do they not want him? Because he's black. He's part black. No, no. Why, why do they not want him? Because he's making too much money for his performance. What do you mean? No, he's... So I mean, he made... Um, <clears throat> how much did he make last year, for instance? Uh, 2015, mm-hmm. he made $15.265 million. Uh, slave now, wages, now, essentially. This year, his cap hit is $15.89 million. So $15.89, he, base, so $16 million, right, let's yep, say. Let's say $16 million. Um, so his and Jeffy had quoted this number earlier. It's about sixty million of of that one twenty was guaranteed. So first of all, is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Well, first of all, they're they're saying half of his money is not guaranteed because he's half black. Okay, that's that's. Uh, Thank you. That's uh, the first Thank thing. You. Does it know. actually say that in the it contract? It doesn't say it, but it's clear. Oh, okay. but it's clear. Okay. It's clear. It's clear because uh, this is an oppressive uh, country <laughs> whose national anthem you cannot stand for. Right. Right. It's, right. it's racist. It's racist. Um, but uh, it, it, there's it, piles of dead bodies, dead black bodies in the street. How many, did you have saying, to, right? how many did you have to step over uh, on the way in today? Uh, I couldn't even drive. I, I had to drive around uh, massive piles of dead black people to get here. And you didn't even stop to pick any I, up because no, you're white. because I'm white. Um, and so, I knew there were white cops in the area just killing more. Uh, <laughs> and so the, uh, the cap <laughs> number on these contracts with the NFL, are, it's so impossible <laughs> to understand because the number they did promote was $60 million guaranteed. However... The guarantee, it's not fully guaranteed until certain dates hit. Oh, okay. So, um, for example, his 2016 salary um, uh, became guaranteed on April 1st. However, his 2017 salary does not fully guarantee until April 1st of 2017. So, my guess is he's not getting that cash uh, by then. Unless he starts playing great, and then he will. Because, you know what, they don't care about his race. And they don't care about his stance. Honestly, if he comes out and plays uh, well, they're going to give him whatever he wants, I'm sure. Uh, he's not good enough, as you pointed out, Pat. He's to have not to be this good. big of a douche. You can't no. be this big of a. Peyton Manning can be this big of a douche. Yes, he could. I mean, Michael, he's not going to because he's a good guy and and he understands. I'll bet you he's looked into some facts involving some of these shootings. Um, clearly, Colin Kaepernick has not. 
He doesn't know a single fact about any of these uh, shootings. Well, and it's like, it would be one thing if it was just some of these shootings were falling apart. The under overwhelming trend all of them. is, yeah, first of all, that most of them seem to fall apart. Secondly, the, uh, the overwhelming statistics underneath this issue are so opposed to mm-hmm. what he's saying and doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's embarrassing. It it's, is. It's embarrassing. It is. Um, and so I, 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 you know, it's, 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 it's to the point of like, it's almost embarrassing to talk about. Uh, as an analyst, because you just like it's so overwhelming. There's no argument there, none. Right. Um, and, and again, I, do I do I think Colin Kaepernick's smart? I mean, no. Do I believe that he's just going to no. flip on? You know. Uh, well, this will change your mind. We've, oh. we've got some audio of him talking oh, about good. this situation, okay. and this is going to turn you around. I okay. Think. Let's see how smart he is. I mean, ultimately, it's to bring awareness and make people, you know, realize what's really going on in this country. There are a lot of things that are going on that are unjust. People aren't being held accountable for. And that's something that needs to change. That's something that, you know, this country stands for freedom, liberty, justice for all. And it's not happening for all right now. There's people being murdered unjustly Unjustly. and not being held accountable. Cops are getting paid leave. Paid leave. For killing people. For killing people. I know a lot of people's (laughs) initial reactions thought it was bashing the military, which it wasn't. That wasn't my intention at all. No. I think no, now okay that we have those things cleared up, we right. can get to the root of what I was saying and really address those issues. Yeah, we yeah, don't care about the root of what you're saying because you're an idiot. <clears throat> he's a moron. Um, we I mean, don't, that didn't, con- just moronic. That didn't convince that you? Did not, no. I, that, that, I mean, he's actually dumber than I even expected, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. I mean, Seriously, uh, you can tell the guy's got no, no information about. as he babbles this. I, I mean, oh. Oh, it, it it just gives me a, an aneurysm. It's so stupid. Stupid. It's it's, it's hard to even talk about. But I yeah. mean, you know, again, I don't care what he. I don't care what his stance is. You know, he's. I'm going to sit until we get racism figured out. If this was, if you eliminated all white people from this country, you'd still have a problem with it. I guarantee mm-hmm. it. You know, you, you could become ideologically uh, down this road. I mean, he's, you could tell he's just quoting. And things. I don't care I mean, if he I, sits or not for the national yeah, anthem. You know, disrespect the country, whatever. Yeah, you, okay. you don't understand what's going on. You have no idea. You have got no concept. This lack of knowledge is just dangerous because. People will listen to him and they'll say, yeah, yeah, like Colin Kaepernick said, there's dead bodies out in the street. Yeah. No, no, there's not. There's really no. Well, in Chicago, there are. Yeah, there was a lot um, there. Killed by black people. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. A couple things I thought I found to be kind of interesting. Um, number one, uh, no one, no one in the entire NFL has gone along with them. I mean, there's not one other. The, remember, there's they've 80 all, they've, people they've, they've right now okay. on rosters. Yeah, they've all said no. You can do what he wants. Oh, no, I'm not saying the teams. I'm saying no other player. We're talking 80 players on every roster right now, approximately. Has uh, jumped on the Colin and Kaepernick no one has bandwagon. Done it. No one's backed him on it. Good. Nobody. And Zero. I, I hope support. that continues. I do too, and I don't know that hope it will, it but I, I, it's interesting. Uh, another that one was is. the New York Giants, who uh, I, I obviously can't stand as an Eagles fan, uh, but it was great to see them, who they all went out and lined up on as the sidelines. As a human sidelines. being. Yeah, I can't I, yes, stand them. Yes. Just human, human decency yes. doesn't allow you to like the New York Giants. I am with you 100%. Basic human decency. <laughs> I am with you 100%. However, their stance was great. They, all, they, yes, lied, they, took, 
they made an, uh, a, a conscious, conscious effort to go out and stand on the, uh, on the sideline all together in a line. Oh, so man. instead of the normal just like looking and being respectful, they lined up like a military formation to I honor the national that. anthem, which I really thought was cool. That's really cool. Um, yeah. I, okay, basic human decency allows you to like the New York Giants for at, for least, at least a limited a time. Days, a couple days. A few days. Until the season starts. Okay. Uh, you can like them until then. Right. Um, uh, and, and the other part Until of, they win the Super Bowl at 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah, again. you know the record during again. the regular season was eight and eight, and, and they, they win the Super Bowl six, again. It happens every two or three years. Yeah. Um, and one other thing, just to point out on the, on the football perspective of this, before we take a break, mm. is uh, I watched Chip Kelly closely as the Philadelphia Eagles coach. He's now the San Francisco Niners, 49ers coach. It's amazing. He was a huge military and police supporter. So I guarantee he, this is not going over well with him. However, he's not the type of guy to go to the media and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my guess is uh, he's going to find himself with some career troubles here uh, in the next uh, you know, uh, coming months. Maybe he doesn't beat out Blaine Gabbert for this job. But I get the impression that Colin Kaepernick just doesn't want to play. Like He wants to way. collect his salary mm-hmm. and just not play. I mean, he, he last year got beat out for a job. Everyone said he was having all sorts of uh, focus issues. He uh, got beat by a job by Blaine Gabbard, who was a guy who was seen terrible. as a joke. He's terrible. Um, as a, terrible. As a uh, quarterback. I'm He's not got asking, a great arm. Yeah, I'm not asking but... Jeffrey to chime in on this one. Um, then uh, he okay. he so... comes up with an injury after he loses his job. So does Popeye. Popeye has a good arm, too. He's just not a good quarterback. Right. He loses his job, comes up with an injury, which he sits out for a year. Everyone thinks he's going to be released. Instead, he comes back because Chip Kelly, he's a perfect fit for that offense as a running quarterback. Uh, but he doesn't want to be seen as a running quarterback. God forbid you be seen as one of your talents. If you say that, you're right, racist. Exactly. So, uh, again, you know, a guy, and then now all of a sudden he wants, seems to want his money from these teams, but he doesn't seem to want to do anything. Yeah. And now he seems to be trying to talk himself out of this job, too. It's a bizarre story. And it is. I, you know, again, this is Harry Reid's favorite player. Uh, we should have played, played that. Uh, Maybe we do it tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Uh, more Pat and Stewart coming up. Called the Batterino. A, a gold star that's, mom that's... has responded to Kaepernick. Jeff, you have some Mr. Ha- Kaepernick, I'm sitting in my living room looking outside at my American flag flying at half staff. You see my son's body lay in a street after an IED blew up the vehicle he was fighting in. Oof. He died so that ungrateful, privileged, arrogant men like you can be just that ungrateful, privileged, and arrogant. There are brave men and women all around that stand between evil and you. Wow. Nice. Oof. Wow. Back, it's Pat and Stu, and uh, we're happy to have you here. 
So we might uh, lose control of the internet. You hear that? Yes. Shocking, huh? Yes. Uh, I am not uh, stunned. Uh, the United States could give control to one of the uh, internet's underlying systems of the United Nations after pledging not to. Mm-hmm. Government has announced plans to relinquish control of the online addressing and numbering system. Uh, turning over to a private international organization. For years, the U.S. Department of Commerce has been responsible for managing URLs and ensuring they led to the proper web pages, which is kind of a nice thing to control as a country. Um, I don't know if people have noticed. It's kind of an important thing, the Internet. Well, it's also a, 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 a device, a medium, if you will. We invented. So we should have control of it. Uh, would you say it's true uh, that giving up these addresses would just be a mechanism and not a policy? No, I would not in this particular case. It seems mechanism. to be a policy. It's just a mechanism. It's a mechanism? Yep. Okay, well, I guess I stand corrected. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Did so, uh, Mike Pence say it? No. Oh. Uh, but it's a mechanism, not a policy. All right. Um, the uh, U.S. has been... Uh, when I don't want them to return the Internet or give control over, what am I resisting? The collectivization of manufacturing? Probably more the institutionalization of human psyche, right? Yeah, and I don't want it. I don't. I, I don't want the institutionalization of the human psyche. So I am resisting. You are resisting. Uh, am I resisting? I don't know. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. 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 I'm not sure. Well, you're not sure. Not sure. Okay, you're not sure. Um, I, uh, I. It's not a good idea. Let's let's not do that. Yeah, I think it's too late. It's it looks like we're. Heading. It does seem that way. Yeah, well, what's it good is it's going to go to the U.N. International Telecommunication Union. Mm. They'll oh, oversee it. It's, okay. So don't you worry so about it. So it's the U.N. and a union? Don't you worry about it. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds wonderful. I mean, we're going to retain veto power, and you know how strong that'll be. Uh, oh, yeah. Because yeah. we, we, we wield, wield things. an iron fist over the United Nations. Yeah. Ugh, That's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Well, I mean, we've seen, though, that foreign countries are able to handle uh, problems. Uh, mm-hmm. In ways that we are not able to. Mm-hmm. Foreign countries, foreign mm-hmm. organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know who's been great uh, in handling <clears throat> problems uh, forever. Europe. In fact, yeah. forever mm-hmm. since the dawn of time, mm-hmm. the Germans. With the Germans specifically, the Germans. The Germans. Uh, if there's one country you can turn to for advice <laughs> on anything, it's Germany. They, because, they man, have they been repeatedly right or what? Oh my gosh! Is they, it just my imagination, or have they been repeatedly right? Through history. When they see a problem, they come up with a solution. <laughs> and sometimes and it's the final, it's the final one. one. It's the last one you need. The final uh, solution! <laughs> I actually heard uh, somebody, I, it was a congressman from New York who was backing Trump uh, come on about his immigration policy. And he's like, yeah. oh, look, I, I just want to say that, you know, uh, Trump, it takes time sometimes to think about what he's doing. And, you know, he, he sees a problem, then he comes back and he bats it around with a bunch of people and he comes up with a final solution. No. You might want to uh, stay away from that particular term <laughs> yeah. uh, when it comes to Trump and, uh, and immigration. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not the best way to go. Um, Merkel uh, in Germany um, has rejected a Muslim migrant ban um, and uh, has slammed countries who uh, in Europe who will not take in Muslim refugees. They should take more in Germany just to spite the rest of the continent. Just, just quickly. Just, just take more. Anyone saying that they can't take as many as they want? No, I don't think so. Uh, okay. Not that I know So of. really, if they say no in other countries, they can all just come to Germany. Can, and she wants them so bad. She wants them really badly. Bring them on in. Kind of seems Bring fair. Bring them on in. Right? Yeah. If there's no, uh, if it's good for the country, which they always make the case that it is, yes. uh, then why wouldn't you want as many as possible? Y- uh, you would. Right. You would want you wouldn't as want many to be specific. as possible. You wouldn't want to do any vetting. 
You just kind of like let them in. Let's see what happens. Well, not any serious betting. No, like you, you might, might ask. You might. Do you like us? You know, you and know, if they say yes, you bring, you bring them in. Do you plan on blowing things up while you're? And if they say no, you bring them in. You bring them in. You bring them in. I'm uh, not even sure I'd ask that question because it's hateful. Why would they want to blow something up? Why would I assume that? I shouldn't. That's a great point. I shouldn't. You shouldn't even ask. Shouldn't even ask. Should like not even. If they're bringing an ISIS flag, you'll just assume it's just it's just a design choice. Why would I assume they're apartments. not even German? Why would I assume that? Am I stereotyping an entire group of people that's walking into my country? It's <laughs> a great point. Yeah, so <laughs> what? Maybe some of your very German uh-huh. uh, citizens went on a walkabout to Syria. Right. You know, it's possible. It happens. happens all the time. All the time. I mean, uh, you know, that's this. This is. I mean, it's not really easy to walk to Syria from from Germany. Let's say the entire but, Middle East wants to move into Germany. Who are they to say no? Right. Yes. Thank <laughs> you, Pat. There should be no borders over there. What? Over there. Over there. <laughs> no. We should keep ours, okay. but they shouldn't have any. <laughs> uh, there you go. Um, by the way, uh, 13 months ago, I believe we brought you this story, um, there was uh, a, an interesting um, development mm-hmm. in, uh, in Europe of a place called Liberland. Liberland is uh, a swath of land... Between Croatia and Serbia. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, As if. We didn't know. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying it. Right? I right. mean, don't talk down to I'm us. I'm just reading the story. And don't they, talk they down point to it us. out. Okay. But, uh, apparently, um, it is a, a crowd-funded country, the Free Republic of Liberland. Wait, a crowd-funded country? Mm-hmm. Where uh, the people can donate money online and designate where that money is spent. Hey, we're trying to start our own country. Well, I mean, Iceland, donate to us on crowdsourcing. Iceland is uh, an actual country, <laughs> and they did this with their constitution, so it's not that crazy. President uh, of Liberland um, spoke about their upcoming constitutional convention. And I guess this is like one of these micro-nations where they're trying to actually make it a libertarian country. Yeah. Have you watched it uh, d- develop at all? A little bit, and I heard, uh, I heard this guy uh, on uh, Michael Pelka. Uh, this Saturday on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, really? Uh, trying to, he's coming into the country. He's making the rounds here in the United States, and then uh, trying to drum up some business. Back, yeah, I mean, so, uh, look, we'll see. a libertarian country, one run by an actual libertarian, not Gary Johnson, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would be really interesting. I mean, there'd be some negatives to it, but I, overall, it seemed like a. I would definitely, I would, first of all, would love to see some country doing it. Somebody uh, put it into. I mean, we always talk about. Um, you know, uh, laboratories of democracy and and different op- approaches to see what works. I'd love to see someone try a full-out libertarian country, see how it goes. I think it would go well. Uh, I might not have every law that I wanted, but it would. I think it would go pretty well. Um, and uh, oh, yes, what about Somalia? They don't have a government either. Everyone's killing each other. Actually, a libertarian society would have a rule against killing people and have a government to enforce uh, that rule. It's shocking. They're actually, property rights are very important in a libertarian uh, country. You, you need to have yeah. a government that would defend it. Uh, we have a constitution here, um, which is the basis of a pretty libertarian government. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we've, we've twisted that and screwed with it quite a bit <laughs> since. Uh, but that's kind of how it was at the beginning. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, this is sort of, uh, it would be something that would be interesting. I think the issue is, of course, human nature. And human nature means uh, <laughs> that people to institute a libertarian republic would need to give up power. And when you get power, you don't want to give up power. True. It's very, very true. It's very difficult to get anybody to actually do that. This is kind of interesting because he uh, he says, Jedlika, I think is his name, and he says, it's freedom that we're offering. 
that will be pretty, I'd say, radical. People will be able to do anything, anything they want, unless they don't harm others. Unless they do so, harm others. That's not what he said. People what? will be able to do anything they want unless they don't harm the others. So right, if you don't harm other people, you can't do whatever you want. You <laughs> must harm others in order to be able to do whatever you want in this hey, new land. what is that? Is, is that a, mis, a misquote? <laughs> it must be, because unless he you know, misspoke, I think what he meant was, obviously, people will be able to do anything, will be able to do anything they want unless, unless they, they harm, harm others. others. Right? right? And that's what libertarian is. As long as it doesn't, you know, pick my pocket or break my leg, do it. It's fine. You should be able to. Right. Be able to do anything, say anything. As long as it doesn't hurt somebody As long else. as it doesn't hurt somebody else. Yeah, um, and the actual Blaze story is correct. Oh, it is? It is yes. Unless, uh, unless they don't harm the others. No, so that's the one. That is what I no, said initially. People will be do, able to do anything they want. Unless they don't harm the others. So they don't yeah, that's harm right. people. Yeah, that's you don't harm people. Yeah. From he that did activity. say that? Yeah, that's what it says. So yes. let's say uh, free <laughs> massages, right? A free massage stand would not okay. harm others. Right. So therefore so you can't, you can't do, do, it. do it. You can't do it. If, if it's a free murder stand, then you can do then it. Then you can do it. Because that harms, <laughs> others. harms others. That's not well thought out. Uh, that doesn't seem like a good policy. No. But it's a mechanism, not a policy. It's a mechanism, right. not a policy, really. so it's okay. <laughs> That's the lesson we've learned today, is if you call something a mechanism and not a policy, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Anything you want to do. Jeffy, hey, uh, Jeffy, you're, doing, you're selling drugs to children. Well, it's a mechanism, a mechanism not, a policy. not a policy. That's your new answer. I love it. You I are. am a fan of that. Okay. Seriously, how do you get around that? Well, Jake, what? that's a mechanism, not a policy. Yeah, what the you hell? You could say that about... Anything. 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 It's right? so stupid. I mean, uh, a mechanism, what the hell is a policy other than determining what mechanisms? I mean, like, so mm-hmm. your, your, your policy is I want uh, to stop illegal immigration. And your mechanism, which is how you execute a policy, yeah. is the wall or uh, uh, border guards or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because that those it's are so that's weird. exactly what a policy is built out of mechanisms. It's a it's a meaningless statement. It's yes. like saying, "Well, Jake, that's a gerbil, not a policy." <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it no, it isn't. Uh, no, it's it's not a gerbil. No, I mean, it's not a gerbil. It's a okay. hamster. Uh, but no, it's not a hurt. hamster either, not. Mike. No, it's yeah. not. It's, it's not. not. No, it's not it's a hamster. A, it's not a gerbil. It's not a mechanism. What are you calling it? A jamster? <laughs> a, a herbal? What are you? What are you trying to call it? I mean, this is ridiculous. So look at what I have to deal with. This media is unbelievable. I mean, I just, what? Are I you asking focus. Hillary Clinton uh, that same yeah, question? Well, yeah. Are you asking her? Have you asked, asked her to address gerbils? No. <laughs> no. It's so crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm out of here, Jake. <laughs> you bastard. It is. A, it's. It's a funny. Um, Mm. It's funny if it wasn't on our side. I know. If it wasn't. And I guess it's, uh, is it our side? It's, it's really not. not it's but not. But I mean, it's the still. Republican side in that, like, it's someone that I usually would be able to vote for. And instead, it's uh, it's just this nonsense. Yeah. I mean, it's a mechanism, not a policy. The bottom line is the guy is trying to find out what formula he can get to get enough people to be suckered by him. That's what he's trying to do. He, I, hold on. I haven't yet figured out the maximum uh, level of, uh, of, of people that I can sucker into voting for me. I will say this. Republicans have learned the language of the left during this Trump campaign. And they've, because they've had to. Yeah. They've had to defend the most bizarre of policies. The, the indefensible. 
And so they're saying things like, well, he misspoke. Well, he misunder, misunder-remembered. He misunder-remembered? What does that mean? Well, he didn't say that. He said it inartfully. And now this mechanism rather than policy, that is like something that could have come from the Obama administration. And it didn't. It came from the right. Yeah. It's amazing what you have to do to get into this boat. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they are saying, like, well, is it possible that his flip-flop on immigration is because during the primary, he didn't understand uh, the issues surrounding it? You know, like he knew he, wanted, he was tough on immigration, but he didn't really understand the issues. And now he's talking to people, and he's, he's finally learned about uh, well, the policies. Is that possible? Yeah, I suppose. But here's the problem. He got elected under the circumstances that he was going to be tough right. on immigration. So, number one, he sold a false bill of goods yes, to the, the people, Republican Party, uh, who got who got snookered by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, number two, it's his damn responsibility as a presidential candidate to know the facts. Yes, I, I'm not making an excuse for him after he's been on a campaign trail as his top issue for a year and is now deciding to understand the policy. That's not something you make excuses for. That's something you impeach people for. It's I mean, that mm-hmm. is an unbelievable statement. And, and like, I understand that that's the way people get there. They're just trying to find a way to braid themselves in the boat. And it, it might it may be true. My guess is the entire time he wasn't tough on immigration, but it may be true that he was. Uh, he had not thought about it at all, but that's inexcusable. Yes. I would never allow uh, any candidate. If, if Ted Cruz is like, ah, oh, you know what? I just didn't think. I just I hadn't really took t- taken any time to discuss it with anyone. So that's why I'm opposing the Constitution. I'd be a little upset. I'd be a little upset. And, and, and they were like, oh, well, you know, but he's not a politician. He hasn't gone through these normal thought processes. That's a great reason for him not to be president of the United States. That's yeah, a great reason. Yeah, because and they it, never noticed that. Yeah, I mean, like, if you haven't gone through the process, but people are like, well, I haven't gone through the process either. Well, you shouldn't be president either if you haven't done mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's your job to think about these things. You know what? Honestly, over a lifetime, you don't just walk in. Like, Ben Carson's a great example of that. Ben Carson, you know, generally speaking, I have not liked uh, Carson in a while because I think he's been dishonest and, and, and embarrassing at times. But, I mean, if you think of Ben Carson as a, a generality instead of uh, who he's been the last few months, he's a guy who is a American hero. The guy went through and saved a bunch of children and all these terrible diseases and a brilliant doctor and done nothing but great things his entire life. He's eminently qualified, except for the thing he hasn't done, which is think about these issues all that much. So he's mm-hmm. trying to jump in in a two-year ramp-up and say, well, uh, well, I, I made a big speech that people noticed, so uh, I'm going to be uh, out there fighting hard uh, and learning these things. And he goes in and he tries to learn them, and he gets embarrassed because he just doesn't know these issues well enough to be a candidate. You know, Donald Trump had thought about a lot of these things, and in all of his previous analysis had turned out on the liberal side until right now. And right now he's trying to jump in. And that's why when people say, hey, so should we execute the moms who want an abortion? Yeah, I guess we should. I guess we should. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Should we? No, no, we shouldn't. It's the worst idea. Wait, now I'm a fun Planned Parenthood. Give them all the. No. OK. Um, holy. Uh, yeah, I, I've been consistent the whole time. I'm pro-life. I mean, yeah. that is not it's because he's never considered these issues before. It's embarrassing. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven beck We've got these uh, monitors in the studio, and I, I just have to ask the question because 
for some reason they've got it on a local affiliate, CBS okay. or NBC. Yeah. The guy with the eye patch You're on this soap, soap opera. opera. Yes. We're, we got a soap opera on, and and I've just noticed the preponderance of men with eye patches on soap operas. Is it, it, have they done some research sure? that find that women are turned on by guys with one eye? <laughs> it's, well, they're the evil guys, right? They're the usually, bad guys. Usually, usually the, usually the, usually the yeah. guy with the patch is the bad guy. I'll run you up the mizzen mask, yeah. missy. Uh, and that really that gets them going. Uh, perhaps. Uh, the housewives it, I mean, that. I'm just going to take a stab here and think that maybe it's the same guy with the eye patch you keep seeing. I don't, I don't think so. No? I think on every soap opera there's ever been, there's a guy with an eye patch. We'll have to investigate anyway, that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. We've talked about preparedness uh, a lot over the years. Uh, and right now, obviously, things are good. Crazier and crazier and crazier. Mm-hmm. Global tension certainly on the rise as of late. Yeah, uh, it's a little messy out there, Pat. Yeah, but fortunately, our friends at My Patriot Supply have made an unbeatable offer now to get entire families prepared. And this week only, yeah. exclusively for our show, Pat and Stu show, you can get a one-year food supply, one year. For $997. So let, let's take you through how this actually happened. Because we met Amazing. with my Patriot Supply a while ago. And mm-hmm. we were tossing around these sort of like ideas. I mean, like, well, you know, because we obviously, if you watch the show enough, you know, they change up the offer here and there. Right. They want to get you, you know, on board to try something out. And if you like their product, they know you're going to come back. And that happens with people. We talk to them all the time at the museum uh, the, a couple weeks ago. Listener after listener mm-hmm. after listener saying, like, you know, I tried the 72-hour kit for my Patriot Supply, and then I wound up, uh, you know, uh, buying six months' worth of food. Yeah. Um, and it happens all the time. So he said, you know, Pat was made up a really good point, which is people who prepare and understand preparation want to knock all of this out at once. Yeah. You know, so would you think about maybe giving our listeners uh, a cheap price for an entire year so they can, you know, do this all and not have to keep reloading it? They're just done, and that's it. Knock it all out, all your preparations needs for an entire year of food for one price. And I think what you said, like, you know, maybe like, I mean, it'd be ridiculous, but like four or $5,000 for, you know, one year. And it's going to be a lot of money and not a lot of people are going to be able to do it, but it's mm-hmm. a one-time thing. Uh, well, they, they took us up, except they didn't take us up on the price. Uh, <laughs> as you see, $997. But this is an entire year's worth ton. of food. I mean, seriously. And, but you've got to act this week because the super low price won't be extended. So call them right now while you're thinking about it. 888-411-4782. If you've been thinking about this for a really long time, you think, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I might do that. Maybe I'll do that later. This is the time and this is the offer. Just get prepared and take care of it right now. And they call this, by the way, if you call up and just ask them, say, I'm listening to the patents too. Can I get the Jeffy one weekend package? Uh, and they will give you the year's worth of food for $997. Uh, Is that the specific name? Yeah, that they're calling they'll it? ask them for a year of food or the Jeffy weekend package. Uh, and they'll hook you up. 888 Go to the uh, uh, website as well. Preparewiththeblaze.com. Preparewiththeblaze.com. That's still a good deal for the weekend. No, it's not bad. <laughs> Now, just as we're reviewing the story from earlier today, and this is not the eye patch story, um, but uh, Colin Kaepernick, who is worried about the racial uh, temperature in this country being yeah. off, um, was fined eleven thousand dollars just a couple of years ago um, against in a game against the Bears, in which he threw an interception and then called the person who intercepted it the N word. <laughs> Which is okay, apparently, in this case, because it's just a cultural thing, which was the quote from the person who was called the N-word, uh, who happens to be African-American as well. 
So there you go. But he's also half white. How do we know it wasn't the half white part of right? Colin Kaepernick calling yeah. him the N-word? Well, that's why they find him. All right. Mm. Very good point. Okay. Very good point. Um, so we're going uh, back to school. Is that where we are, Pat? We're back to school. Uh, we're going back to school. With um, an excited fourth grader. Austin, Texas. Uh, this is a... Apparently, some kids are had a different opinion of school than I did, and uh, this mm-hmm. kid's apparently excited about it. Watch. Yes, I'm, I'm excited to going back to school. Why are you so excited? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm going to fourth grade, and after that, I'm going to fifth grade, and I'm going to college. Oh. Or high school, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> or preschool. Skip it all. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know the orders anymore. Why is going back to school so exciting? You like seeing your friends? Uh, no, I didn't make any. I just made one friend at my at the first school I was. Then I'm switching schools to here. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping I can make more friends than just one. Okay. I think you will. What's your favorite subject in school? What do you like? Math and science. What do you like so much about math? Math is fun because I want to be a creator, like inventing stuff. And I need to learn a lot of math to do it. And also a lot of science. And also my mom thinks I'm a baby, so I can't walk to school sometimes. And also she thinks I need a need protective gear when I need to ride a bike. You probably do. I think I agree with you. I know how to ride a bike already, even without protective gear. Okay, good luck. Okay. Can I can I say one last word? Okay, yeah. Uh, hello, students. And also have good luck when you enter fourth grade or fifth grade. Okay. All right. Okay. I, uh, All right. It's, um, uh, th- I, my, my, uh, I know what I'm bringing on here as I say this. Last night I had to go up and pick up my my daughter Ainsley. Woke up in the middle of the night and started, <laughs> just started talking to herself. Oh, well, that happens sometimes. Uh, you got to have we've, her checked. We've read seriously. Uh, how many we've times? Read stories about families. I know. This is what I'm bringing to on. Tell you I, to I get her checked. <laughs> so I went there. Nobody was in there at the time. No, she just, her? Well, they're her dolls. We're in there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She doesn't know they're not alive? I, apparently not. Uh, so she had a full-out conversation with her dolls, oh and I went, in the, I went in there. I didn't realize it was as serious. Yeah, I, I really didn't. I know, I know. I mean, we've told you before, but the more evidence we hear about this, <laughs> I know. the more frightening this is becoming. And still you sure. won't take any action. I've That's taken sure. a lot of action. <laughs> I think. You've not had her checked yet. Checked at what? What do you mean checked? Checked for She's been to the doctor serious many times. problems. Problems. She seems <laughs> delightful. I love her. How old is she again? Three. Holy oh, cow. man. Oh, my God. But she wow, informed me. worse I, than I thought. I asked yeah, her why know, she was awake, too. and she informed me that uh, she was growing bigger, um, which, uh, I, okay, all right, you're growing bigger. Uh, and I said, what do you mean you're growing bigger? She goes, I'm going to go from four to eight. So she's skipping. In one step? Five, six, and seven. Did you tell us that's not years. possible, you <laughs> stupid kids. Yeah, it's it's not you can't tell her that in the middle of the night. If you tell <laughs> it does not happen to no, people. Right. It does not. It does not. But she would know that. if you would. She no, should know. know that. But you haven't had her check. So... Wow, whatever, Stu. I mean, we're trying to help. So let me try another thing. I'm, uh, <laughs> go, so I, I go... Um, That's adorable. No, it's, She's growing. She's going to go from four to eight. eight. All the way to eight. Uh, Is she four? She's eight. not four. She's going to be four. Not Her next birthday. Because our son how, just... Jeffy, she doesn't even know how old she is. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's not, she she said she's three. Heavens. She's going to go from four to eight. She didn't say she was four now. She's going to go to eight. She said she's going to go from four okay. to eight. Okay, okay. Stu, first of all, stop defending her. Get her checked. Yes, I will do that. excuses. Parents always make all kinds of excuses for their kids. Right. They do. I got it. They do. Because others can see what you cannot. 
Exactly, exactly. You know, and you've been so you're too kind. close. You're, you're too over over close, Stu. Yes. I mean, by the time they were three, all my kids had graduated high school. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. See, yeah, they're so, definitely behind that pace. Yeah, you're way ready. behind that pace. They're, they're not waking up talking to themselves in their room, I'll no, tell you No, they were not. No, they were not. I'd put them in an asylum if they were. <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, I, I'm doing a uh, coach, like, Little League coaching. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Um, Are you? And they're going from... You're still in Little League? Yes. Holy crap! This is the what other the, one. What the this hell? This is the other one. This kid doesn't see any oh problems. My gosh. What in what? <laughs> I mean, specifically designed did, for his age. How do they still allow the children in the home? He's five. It's a five-year-old league. I mean, we've tried to put this off. It's time to call CPS. <laughs> you know what? You give him a call. You, you give my number. <laughs> give my number. My point is though, going back and, and so I did the you know mm. coaching what they call blast ball, which is like little kids baseball before t-ball even like four three four five-year-olds right yeah uh and you know it's what do like, they do what's blast ball? how is that different than the, t-ball the main difference i saw well, i mean because it's not even like you know it, 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 it sort of in the general vicinity of baseball but it's like you know you, you you hit the ball off the tee you run all the way around the bases there's like it, they're just learning kind of like and having fun on the field and there's like it doesn't know yet. they're learning the wrong way to play the game is what they're learning <laughs> yeah they are right, nah, I guess oh you know. man triple eight seven twenty seven back is the phone over so anyway what happened there's in no blast ball. In this story no, no go ahead no we want to hear about the blast we'll ball we want to hear we want to hear about the blast ball Back in a second. <laughs> See, this is why you haven't had them checked. You just give up. I know. I'm just right? I, a terrible father and yes. human being, and they're, they're out There's here There's no question about that. I know, I know. That's what I'm There's saying. No That's why. <laughs> We're more convinced about that than ever. <laughs> Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. <laughs> the greatest jingle of all time. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jeffy. So just a quick update on uh, Patch's back. Uh, Stephen Nichols, our, uh, our Patch man, your man on that you were watching on your oh, soap yeah, we opera. Were. Which soap opera uh, is it? Days of Our Lives. Okay. Like sands uh, through the hourglass. So are the, are the days, days of our lives. lives. This, uh, this is uh, Steve I'm Patch Donald Johnson. Carey. And, <laughs> and these... Are, are the, the days, days of, of our lives. That's like classic. Mm-hmm. Um, he's back. Been back a year now. Uh, oh, thank goodness! A six-year absence. A six-year absence of soap superstar Stephen Nichols. Soap superstar? Is he really? Because <clears throat> uh, he's got a patch, right? He's back is- as one-eyed rebel Steve Patch Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> His nickname is just Pat. Phenomenal news for the fans. Oh, Not man. so much for the folks of Salem. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Is he a bad boy? He- but the chicks dig him, right? Because <laughs> he's sexy with that patch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They like the one-eyed man for some reason. Oh, see, yeah. I'm not surprised he's coming back because it seems like the type of guy that <clears throat> might have been the bad guy in, like, the, the 80s or the 90s. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And, like, now he's, like, just, they kick, all right, all right, this has run its course. And they realize their ratings have gone down, so they're bringing bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. But I've heard the ratings are really down for soaps in general. And, like, I mean, there's almost yeah. no reason to have them on anymore. Yeah, they're so bad. I now. remember my uh, really expensive. My grandma too. watching. 
I mean, every day. Oh, yeah. General Hospital and One Life to Live, I think. Those two. Yeah. And we go there for the those summer. Those are big for a while. This every freaking Catch their day. stories, man. I mean, especially it, One Life to Live. She loved One Life to Live. Really? Yeah, man. I mean, and I would go there for the summer for a few weeks, you know, like a couple of weeks during the summer. Yeah. And that was, every day was filled with that. I couldn't watch TV during those hours because, of course, she had to watch them. Or sometimes she would VCR them. I was going to say, those were the days yeah. when, the, back in, in that time, when I had some relatives that were amazed at the VCR technology, they could go on vacation. And come back and be caught up on their stories. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I yeah, know, that was, that was a big the early thing. days of VCR. And I remember General Hospital being absolutely massive for a while doing yeah, that, that Luke was and Laura thing. Yeah, remember I don't that? remember that? The details, but I do remember that. General, was yeah, that's with Rick Springfield. That was back in the Rick uh, Springfield. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, those that were, was a big deal. So, yeah, it mm-hmm. was a big deal. But yeah, it doesn't seem like it would make sense now. Like, I, I don't know why. I don't know what the separation point is there, mm-hmm. but. I don't either. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's. I mean, I guess, like, you know, a lot of those things that are, you know, like the serials are obviously big for NPR, and, uh, you know, we do them as well in a different way. But, I mean, like, you know, those things where, like, there's constant updates and people are following them, it doesn't seem like those are going away. I don't know why. I don't know why. There's a lot of really, really good shows, though, that are close to what the soap operas do now. And that's, you know, have characters and create those characters for long runs. Uh, Unlike, I mean, like they have the TV shows of different attorneys and stuff, but I'm talking about an entire cast of people that you like and don't like and continue on for quite some time. I I don't know, I just think there's just a lot out there. It does seem to be a very taxing process. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have someone who works here who was very involved in the soap industry and talking to her about it over the years. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's a it's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it and it's it a really lot is. it's a lot to do. I mean, you you coming they're coming up with scripts, you know, every day. Like them, the actors yeah. have to learn them every day and like it's a they're long ridiculous. A lot of times they don't learn them. The, the, I mean, the scripts are written on something that the actor's looking at when he's supposedly looking at you. Well, you think how hard yeah. it is for Patch. So yeah, with just one, one eye. eye. Whoa! Yeah. Is, is the guy really? <laughs> he's he is, not yeah. really one-eyed, no, I right? He is. Yeah. You think he I is think he really is, one-eyed? Yeah, I gotta find out for sure. I'm pretty sure. I bet he's not. There's a couple of pictures here that he's on again. He's on screen again. <laughs> <laughs> the guy rules this soap opera. <laughs> now my my belief is <laughs> he's the one-eyed uh, rebel. They Patton. turned on uh, the TV to the station because the Olympics were on the station, and now that the Olympics are over. Yes, yes that's uh, exactly what happened. We've just like timed into uh-huh. watching a patch. And we uh, need to maybe turn that back to yeah. a new station now <laughs> instead station. of soap operas. Uh, um, while we're uh, talking... Oh, uh, no, he's not. He's not. He's a normal... Uh, that's a normal actually... He's acting. Told you. Yeah, he's, he's acting he's, as and you were fooled. the rebel. I was. Mm-hmm. I was fooled. Uh, let's look... Because uh, we were talking in the break about how uh, it would be interesting, like kind of an interesting change in life if I was able to spend 30 seconds to a minute a day not thinking about food. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's not well, happening right now. Uh, for me, but it's, I, it's tough to conquer, Stu. But those of us that have uh, <laughs> can uh, can tell you that it's, it's the worth, funniest thing you've it's ever worth said. Every minute to work your way through that goal and get there. Mm-hmm. So you've worked your way through the goal, and now you've come out on the other side and are no longer paying attention to it. <laughs> yeah, good job. Okay, uh, Mental Floss has a list of uh, how to cook with tools, and that's always important. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you only, what if you're what if you need food and you happen to be in the mm-hmm. workshop? Got to be able to make it. Um, so uh, when you want to uh, put uh, some flavor inside your roast, apparently, the typical drill will do pretty well to help you out to do that. Uh, I don't know. It looks kind of gross to me. That looks really gross. That wouldn't be enough to spoil my appetite right there. It's also, like, kind of gross on your drill. <clears throat> yeah. You know, Jeffy, do you want to? So somebody drilled right through the roast, and it's all, you know. And then you can put the flavoring inside. Yeah. 
Uh, I can see that. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. How about poached salmon in a dishwasher? Uh, this w- it was once thought to be an urban legend, and apparently people are doing it now. So what? Uh, reports all over the web of people who have poached their salmon in a dishwasher and photographed the results. Why would you do that? Because uh, well, the water's hot. And yeah, because like, it gets so hot in there, yeah. Wow, I, didn't, I did not know that was possible. This one, I, I kind of like this idea. Uh, this is a grilled cheese sandwich made with a steam iron. Um, uh, I've seen that before. I've seen, yeah. And that, that, that'll work um, in a pinch. You can do that. Uh, not that I've ever. Jeffy, ever? If you have a working oven, I don't know why, or stove, I don't know why you would do that. Because it's just quicker. you got that plugged in, and you, know, mm-hmm. you just put the cheese on a couple right of slices up. of bread, and you're good. But okay. You know what else like, heats up really fast? A pan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 There's metal and there's heat under it. And right. you don't get butter and you know the butter and in the, the iron, iron really just which kills is probably you. not great no, for your not. clothes no, uh, afterwards. Ice cream made with liquid nitrogen. Rocket scientists at MIT made ice cream with liquid nitrogen. Uh, their ice cream at their ice cream social one summer. Uh, so I, I guess that it did it turn out more delicious than actual. I guess they're just, just regular really fast made. to make it that way. Yeah, I suppose. Um, uh, beer and a coffee maker. I guess you're brewing coffee. You could brew beer too. Um, they actually have the instructions at Mental Floss's website. <laughs> you can check that out. I don't know. It doesn't seem like any of this stuff would actually be worth doing. But I, yeah. you know, I, I noticed this is a weird thing about the internet uh, in general. Let's uh, generalize yeah. this a little bit. And I, I, where I notice it most is Reddit. Um, which I check occasionally to you know see what weird story because they have a lot of weird stories that are kind of like you wouldn't find on a typical conservative site or yeah. even a typical CNN type of site, um, and they they seem to be completely obsessed with people mm. who do basic things in extravagant ways, mm-hmm. like this person right. lined up ninety six thousand dominoes. It's like well that's kind of cool. This person. Made a grilled cheese with, uh, you know. Are you uh, comparing ninety six thousand dominoes with an iron grilled cheese? I guess. You know, yeah, difficult. That, which one is offensive? Which one's offended on that? I don't even know. The dominoes. The dominoes are guy would pissed. Be offended. But it's like I, I'm trying. Like uh, you know, uh, good example here at our studios. This man made a picture of Abraham Lincoln out of one hundred and eighty four thousand individual nails. <laughs> And that's in Glenn's office. But that's just dumb. Just paint a picture of Abraham Lincoln or buy one. 184,000 individual nails just means you have to reinforce your wall, as Glenn found out when he had to reinforce the wall. Because I don't know if you know this, but 194,000 nails are really heavy. Really heavy. Really, really heavy. So while it's a good story, and every time we bring someone through, we tell it, mm-hmm. we was like, that's Abraham Lincoln. And that's actually made out. If you look really close, you could see it. 184,000 individual nails. Yeah, because from a distance, you'd never be able to you'd tell. You'd never be able to tell. But think Could have about, been painted right. and a lot lighter. And, and then but, we would, but, yeah, but then you get the <laughs> we would need steel oh. girders, right? But like oh. that's just an inefficient way of having a picture of Abraham Lincoln in your office. <laughs> yeah, very. And while it's cool and it's a great story, like that's what a lot of what that the internet does. It like it sure does. Isn't it weird? Like yeah. like they, they, like you know you watch some guy like throw. They, they do these uh, the trick shots are a good a good, good example. Yes. Of like guy gets on the top of a roof of a building and throws a basketball down seventy stories and it goes through after nine thousand attempts. It yeah. finally goes through the basket, and then they go, oh! It's like, well, that's just a, a real, I mean, like, it's just a really, I mean, 
it's not necessarily like if you had did it once and made it, it would be incredibly notable, right? Like it would be. Right. Or if you do it nine times out of ten, then it's incredibly or, notable. Or 40, 40 times out of a hundred. Right. You know, you do Amazing. it forty percent of the time, like you're actually shooting hoops, and and that would be a good stat right. for most people outside the NBA. That would be a really cool thing. Right. Once out of ten thousand tries, probably not that. Probably big not, and it's like it's one. Of, it's something that the internet praises, which is like this extravagant preparation and craziness to get to one little thing. And it's like yeah. you know, like you, you, th- those guys have made an entire business really, out of, yeah, out they of have. you know. And there's a bunch of people who do the. And it's cool, and I watch and it. Cool, I'm a sucker like for that stuff. I, I do, but I don't know why there's something within us in the internet that like kicking a soccer ball into a car. That's moving 30 right. miles an hour, Those and are, you drop great. it right in the sunroof. I mean, that's we, cool, but how many times did you have to do it? And how, how do I know you didn't CGI the ball going in? Right, and of course, eventually they all go, oh, that was oh, the first try! Yeah, yeah sure right. Was. Yeah, yeah, right. Sure it's like the guy who skydove from 20,000 feet into a five-foot hole in a roof. Yeah. Right? Um, right. Yeah. That okay, that happened, right? We should actually, one of those big uh, groups um, that has a show on... Uh, is it Dude Perfect or one of those? I think they're in Texas. We should see if like they come to the studio. I because mean, I think it. I, oh, I, that would be fun. I'm, you know, I'm, that I'm, would be I'm, fun. I'm, I'm commenting on the idea, but I actually, of course, do like really watching the show, and that's we, what they do—the crazy yeah. trick shots and all. I like that. it. They turn it into an actual like they've got a cable show now, I guess. And do they? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean. It's kind of come on, that would be fun. Yeah, I think they're in Texas. Yeah, they are, because we talked are. about it one other time uh, mm. a couple of months ago or something. One of the videos posted that you and I did. Okay. I uh, talked about getting them on because they were here in, te- in Texas. I think it, was, it seems like oh, they're yeah, in, they in this like neck of the woods, too. Or something yeah, they're in this neck of the woods, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. kind of interesting to talk to them because, I mean, I, it, it's what, if I was, when I was a kid, we used to do this stuff all the time. We had the, right. uh, the um, uh, one of my friends had a cool like the old school video camera that you put the whole VHS tape in and you couldn't like edit it or anything it wasn't like that you know obviously phones today you can get everything but like back then it was that, and we would like set up the uh, the picnic the picnic table he had a picnic table we'd set it up next to the basket mm-hmm. and then we would get the shot so you just couldn't right. see the picnic table so you'd see it just coming in like dunking on a 10 foot rim like and we'd look like we were we had we could jump but obviously we're white so we couldn't <laughs> and and but it, was, it looked what cool. a horrible stereotype no it's just, uh, woody harrelson oh said it it's gosh. okay or no uh oh what's my. his face said it uh the guy who didn't pay his taxes wesley snipes no he's a black man he can't say that about white people only white people can say that about white no, people. Oh, that's that is that not is true. not true. <laughs> it is it not really true. isn't. It's funny. That is it the title really of a movie, isn't. and it is a title of a movie, uh, and it's the the black guy who basically that is their vibe for the yeah, whole thing right. that the white men can't jump, and that's completely okay. <laughs> it's true. A classic film, though. Classic more, film. More pens too coming up. Uh, pretty much better than then. Citizen Kane. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> that is one weird ass movie. You are kidding. Oh my God! Oh, wait a minute, I mean, I it's the best it. movie ever made. It's great. <laughs> you have to believe that. I think. program uh so there's a list of seven uh new bizarre cars of 2016 including this rolls royce vision 100 concept cars um it's really uh, you know i don't know 
It, it looks like it was something. It doesn't in, look like a Rolls Royce, I'll tell you that. No, I mean, and I'm except sure. for the wheel well, because that's the kind of weird stuff Rolls Royce does. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. I'm not a huge fan. I'm not either. Especially for the for the cost. Of course, I'm not their target demo either. I will say. What are they asking uh, but, for that? A lot. Uh, I would assume so. It doesn't. It's a concept. More so than thirty thousand dollars. Uh, no, no. No, okay, because that would be ridiculous. Okay. That would be ridiculous. Uh, fully self-driving. Uh, oh, is it really? Yeah. That's almost, that's iRobot is right there. It, I will say it looks, it reminds me of a car that would be in the background of like a scene in Back to the Future when they were doing like, they were in yeah. like the futuristic yeah. uh, area, which yeah. of course that was actually like this year, wasn't it? Or last year? Yeah, last year, right? Yes. Last year, yeah, no, 2015. Um, so that, you got that. Then you got Toyota. It's got an all-electric SUV concept car. Okay. Um, probably named ugly. the U-Box. Really ugly. Oof. And now that's actually driving, but that's terrible. That's ugly, man. I mean, maybe you get used to that after a while, but I don't like that initially, I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, you don't get used to it after a while, uh, Pat. That's you don't confirmed. think so? Uh, it's terrible. Because I, I, I never got used to the Prius. I think the Prius is butt ugly oh, to this I, day. I don't think anyone likes the I don't Prius know why you're looks. paying $50,000, $60,000 for that car. It is, is that much? butt ugly. Yeah, they're t- and they're terrible. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a really, fan. and it's the only electric car that's really ever sold well. I mean, the hybrid. I and mean, they have sold pretty pretty well. They have sold pretty well, but mostly still, to Hollywood. Even them, they a lot of people think that they lost the money. And my favorite set about the Prius of all time was something like the average person who gets one like makes uh, well into six figures. I think like it was one twenty five or something. Thirty thousand dollars a yeah. year. Which is, and, and the number one reason they buy it in polling is they want they like what it says about them. Not because they want to save the earth, not because they want to save gas mileage. Because they know it won't. I mean, all right, they just like that it, it, what people think about them when they buy it, uh, which is fascinating. That's sad. Um, although, again, I would, I'd buy a freaking um, Tesla in a second, and I actually, the thing I would like least about it is what it says about me, because people might think I'm an environmentalist because I'm driving it. Um, but actually, I just want a car that goes to 0 to 60 in 2.5 seconds. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they're, they look great. They're cool-looking cars, too. and Yeah, definitely. Um, how about the Faraday Future? Uh, they unveiled an un, uh, interesting-looking concept car at, oh, wow. at CES. It's part race car, part Batmobile, and it's not intended for production. That Oh, it's not? That's it's too bad. Cool, That's though. really cool. I like that. I like that. I mean, I wouldn't buy it. It's not practical, but I like the look of it. Um, hmm. no, 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 the McLaren uh, 675LT. Wow, this this has uh, got to be cheap. Has a uh, yeah, because their cars are. You get this for under a thousand dollars, I think. Yeah, that's actually a, not a <laughs> great looking McLaren to me. Uh well, it's, it's hard okay. to tell with the, with the doors up like that. Away, that yeah. makes that makes it kind of. The steering wheel has looks like a video game mm. controller. I don't know that you can actually really see, see it, it from, from here. here. Mm. Um, uh, it also has cameras that jut out in place of rearview mirrors. So you're not actually getting, you don't have mirrors, you have oh. cameras. That's kind of weird. Wow. Uh, but the McLaren, McLaren, McLarens are awesome, and they're really fast. Um, and they, they, they tip the scale at about half a million dollars, right? Yeah. Or more? Um, I, was, I got obsessed with the, our Tesla conversation uh, last week when we talked about the Tesla. The new uh, upgrade uh, is uh, the P100D. Which goes over 300 miles on a charge, which you know doesn't sound anything miraculous to a gas-powered car. But no, but it's really good for, compared to what they were doing. Yes, and zero to 62.5 seconds, the third fastest yeah. time ever by a production car. The only two that ever beat it were the LaFerrari and the Porsche 918, um, which both of those cars are. Uh, the Porsche, I think, is 800,000, seven or 800,000. The McLaren's 1.5, or the uh, Ferrari's 1.5 million. So they're doing it for less than 200,000 wow. for, for the Tesla. Um, again, it's it's expensive and it's not targeted towards 
pretty much anybody. Um, but it is pretty amazing. That's an amazing performing car. Yeah, and uh, and when when they figure out how to go even faster, uh, you can just don- download it. Yeah, which is that's an amazing feature to me. Yes, uh, that's something. You know? you, that's that, really cool. That, there's nothing. I mean, I, you would think that. I guess. I guess it only an electric car could do it too. Because I mean, I would I, think so. Yeah, know, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, how about uh, the uh, new Audi car? This is. Um, they're talking about um, their connected mobility concept mm-hmm. car. Um, I mean, I, it doesn't look anything. Uh, nothing amazing about uh, seeing it off the top of uh, you know, just mm-hmm. the view. It looks the same as um, most everything that's out already. Um, a longboard is. Uh, is integrated into the bumper, pulls right out when you need it. Uh, it has an infotainment system. Oh. You can calculate the best route. I mean, that's called a GPS. <laughs> and suggests uh, using... What a co- <laughs> What? Wait, what? Um, suggests using the longboard if that seems like the faster choice. It will also give you the best okay. uh, parking spot for the longboard portion of your commute. Poten- what, are they, what are they talking about? <laughs> I kept reading that thinking I was going to figure it out. It's just going to give... to put on like one of the little scooters. You're just going to hop out and freaking... Is that what they mean? Yeah, I, I guess so. yes. So like if it's an electric, uh, I guess an electric so, longboard. So they will park. So like if you're in a city environment, they'll park you in a spot. Then that's kind of cool. You, eh, that's a good that's idea. That's kind of cool. Good idea. Yeah, that's that's good. Toyota's got a, a wood car made out of wood. Uh, it's 86 <laughs> handmade panels. There it is. Fire hazard. Yeah. Fire hazard. <laughs> Although, yeah, I'd like to see you smoking that thing. <laughs> it's not a good idea. It's treated wood it's fine. seats. Then look at how stupid that is. Uh, and uh, the Jeep <laughs> FC 150. Uh, That's even worse. Look at that thing. That's ugly. Uh, yeah. But ugly. Yeah. All right. So there you go. You know what? No. I don't <laughs> respect their concept cars. No. I will not take them. Maybe the McLaren. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Here the rules. <laughs> 